Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I am of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Not much, man. Uh, you know, we was just enjoying the the Nick game. You know, we're gonna talk about that uh, momentarily. Glad to have you on the show as always. Glad to be on as usual. Thank you, and ladies and gentlemen, equally, I'm glad to have you all. Um, you know, hang out with us for this hour, um, for at least an hour here uh, on this show, on today's show. You know, we, we're going to talk sports and entertainment and everything else. But um, in particular, we're going to talk about the Knicks surging, the the rejuvenated New York Knicks. You know, um, they're on a two-game winning streak. Uh, you know, they're trying to finish strong before the All-Star break. And... Uh, yeah, we'll also talk about Julius Randle um, being rewarded for his um, amazing play, um, you know, this season. We'll also talk about the Nets, who are, you know, they're also um, doing their thing as well, you know, um, in the East. You know, we'll talk about them. You know, they've been they've been even way hotter. They probably the, the hottest team in the NBA. You know, with an eight-game winning streak. So. You know, we'll talk about them as well. We'll also talk about, you know, how the Mets and the, the Yankees are, you know, doing in spring training, um, you know, before the games are about to start. And uh, the Russell Wilson rumors and, uh, you know, basically what happened, uh, you know, at the Elimination Chamber and, uh, you know, the preview for Monday Night Show with Bobby Lashley trying to make history against the Miz and um yeah even AEW news with the big show um joining joining uh the brand and possibly Zelina Vega as well maybe um but most importantly uh you know we would love to hear from you um if you would like to talk about any of these topics and more you know let your voice be heard and for you to do that feel free to call in at 563-999-3529. So that's 563-999-3529. So feel free to come on the show. The floor is yours. Uh, but with that said, let's tip off and uh, talk about the New York Knicks. And, um, yeah, man, the New York Knicks, they've been, you know, they've been doing their thing. You know, um, Derrick Rose, he, he had um, 17 points, 11 assists. Um, the newly crowned, um, you know, NBA All-Star, Julius Randle, he, he scored at least 20-something points. Was it 28 points? I can't even remember how much he, he scored. I'd have to check. I think Barrett scored 24. But, um, you know, congratulations to Julius Randle. You know, I'm so happy for him. You know, his hard work um, has paid off. And uh, he's going to be 
uh, representing the Knicks as you know as a as an All Star, and uh, Obi Toppin he's um, reportedly going to um, represent the Knicks in the slam dunk contest. So you know, congratulations to him. Um, yeah, man. What's your, what's your thoughts on your thoughts on the Knicks, the seventeen and seventeen New York Knicks? Hey, man, they're playing well. You know, this is the most exciting team that we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. You, know, uh, you got Randall, you know, been playing like he's one of the best players in the league, and then he's, you know, congrats on him making a, you know, All Star game. You know, he deserves it because he's been playing like, like you know, like someone owes him a million dollars or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, he's he deserves it, man. He's been playing great. Without him, I don't know where we would be right now. Mm-hmm. We'd have him, but um, yeah, congrats to him again, and um, we'll be topping. You know, congrats to him as well. You know, for making the uh, you said the rookie, the rookie, the rookie game, right? Oh, uh, I think he's in the isn't he in the Sun contest? Oh, he's in the Sun. Okay, well, yeah, I'm on the research. I'm pretty sure I, I thought I saw they say he 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 made it to the. To the slam dunk contest, but well, that's uh, great. I'm gonna well, hopefully, just double check. Uh, hey, if if that's the case, you know, hopefully he becomes the. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of Knicks win the slam dunk contest over the years, so hopefully he becomes the latest Nick to win. You know, we've had Nate Robinson, we've had Kenny Skywalker, um, we had um, Nate Robinson. Yeah, I mentioned Nate Robinson. Yeah, um, there was a Dennis. Dennis Smith almost won it one year, I think. No, no, he was in. Remember, he competed as a Nick one year. All right, right, right. A couple years ago, he competed as a Nick. Um, but he didn't win it. I forget who he lost Mm -hmm. to. But um, yeah, hopefully uh, Toppin can win it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Was it against Zach Levine? Maybe I don't remember. Uh, no, I don't think it was. It was Zach Levine. I think it was the year after. I think it may. I think. Hmm. What year? was I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. What was it? I'm gonna have to look that up to find out. But. But uh, Toppin and quickly, they should definitely be in a in that rookie game, right? Mm-hmm. They should be. Yeah. Yeah, congrats to all the Knicks, man. They're playing well. They gotta keep it up. They got a, they had a great win tonight against the Pacers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, they definitely they definitely gotta um keep it up for sure, man. Um definitely finish strong before this uh this um you know, all star game. Well I think it was um might have been Amadou Diallo. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. But yeah, um, do you think the Knicks should do any moves like to get Bradley Bell, Beal, or Zach Levine, or Oladipo, or anybody like that, or even Lonzo Ball? You know, right? I'm scared to mess up the chemistry of this team right now. You know, I think if we trade, we might just disrupt everything that we know. Just for how we've been playing, you know, up to this point. I, uh, but I think they should go after a big man. You know, DeMarcus Cousins is out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should give him a look, you know. You never know. Or even Drummond. Well, Drummond, you'd have to trade for him. 
Right. You know, again, I, I'm scared of trading for people right now to disrupt because mm-hmm. for drumming, you'd have to give up. Yeah, you'd you probably have, have to give up the important piece. Yeah. You'd have to give up the key same as you. Yeah. I, I, right now, I don't want to do that, you know. So if we can get Mar- the Marcus Cousins, you know, that could help us with uh, Mitchell Robinson now. And then when Robinson comes back, you could have the Marcus Cousins go- come off the bench, give us that big body. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, uh, um, I think Nick should learn their lesson, you know, making big trades in the in the in the before the training deadline and ruin the chemistry. You yeah. know, they they did it with uh, when they got Mar uh, Carmelo Anthony. Had they waited for the the off season, they could have just signed them and kept all those those players like Gallinari and um, what was it, Shumpert and all these other people they had on the team. I can't even remember that they broke up the team for. And then there was that year, that one year we had with the Knicks when they had Marbury, Keith Van Horn, he was doing good, and then they traded him away, and then that just killed whatever momentum that team had, and they just, you know, the the the, the floor just fell out from that team. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I I'm, I agree with you. The Knicks should not be – they shouldn't be trading away anybody. Everybody is, for the most part, is, you know, firing on, on all cylinders, you know. Derrick Rose probably had his best game as a Nick, um, you know, today and, and uh, what was it, a few days ago? He, didn't he score like 24 points or so the other day? I think so. But, yeah, you know, Barrett is starting to score again. Randall has been Randall the whole year. He, he's been too tough to handle, you know, this whole this whole year. Um, yeah, just need Mitchell Robinson to come back healthy. But, yeah. If they got if they got um, Demarcus Cousins, I don't think they would, I don't think they would bench him because you know he you know he, he you know he he's a star in the league, so I don't think they would, you know, bench him you know even for Mitchell Robinson who who's you know, I think you know he's one of the future stars of the the NBA, you know, so yeah, I, I'm I, yeah I definitely agree with you that um, they shouldn't destroy the chemistry right now. Everybody's playing well. Um, even yeah, even Peyton was playing well before he got hurt. Yeah. You know, um, I don't still trust him. You know, but you know he 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 was playing well. Milikina, he had a good game. Um, like a few days ago, like off the bench. Um, yeah, even Taj Gibson, he had, he he played tough a few days ago too. You know, like made some key stops in a game they won recently. So yeah, um, yeah, the Knicks are playing. I mean, you gotta credit uh, the players. You gotta credit the coaching staff, and you know Tom Thibodeau and, and, and Leon Rose. You know, you know everybody's buying into the system. Yeah, they're playing hard. They're playing defense. You know, their offense could be streaky at times, but they're playing defense. And if you play defense, you know you're always in the game. Yeah. Know? So you know I'm. You know, I'm, I'm. Dare I say, I'm, you know, I'm proud of the Knicks how they're playing. Even though, you know, they are a 500 team. I mean, yes, the 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 bar has been set low in the past couple of 20 years. You know, back in the days, you know, this team, if it was the 90s Knicks team and they were playing 500, they'd be like, man, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with this Knicks team? But hey, you know, we've been we've been in the wilderness for 20 years, man, and hopefully. Not like the Israelites in the um, Old Testament. Hopefully, we won't have another twenty years of being in the wilderness before we get to the Promised Land. So, 
I mean, hey, when you think about it, the Knicks haven't won since 73. So we're like 40, 48 years, you know, I mean, 48 years of, you know, not having championship ball, you know. So you know, let's see let's see what the Knicks do, you know, in the offseason. Yeah, and in this they're season, playing real well right now. Better. Can't ask for anything better, so. Go New York, go New York, go. And another thing is, I don't know if we mentioned it last week. We might have. I'm not sure. But, yeah, but now we finally got fans. You know, we finally got fans in um, the stadium. You know, we got, like, roughly about 2,000 people in the stands. And, you know, the fans are are showing the love for this team. You know, they're chanting MVP for Randall, uh, for, for uh, R.J. Barrett. They might even chant it for Derrick Rose, maybe. I mean... You know, it's good to it's good to see fans in stadiums now, especially in New York. It was almost a year that the the fans haven't been in the stadium. So I was actually that. thinking of going to Nick game. You know, I was thinking, you know, hey, tickets might not be at a at the lowest they've ever been. Might as well try to go. But uh, then I remembered, oh, you gotta. You know, before you go, you got to, you know, get a temperature check. Well, you got to get the, you got to show that you've taken a recent COVID test. Mm-hmm. And you got to go through a temperature check when you're over there, you know. So I don't want to go through all of that just to get into the garden. So, mm-hmm. yeah, from what I heard, I heard they're jacking up the prices, you know, both in Brooklyn and, and uh, New York, you know, because wow. they know we, we're, we're starving. We're starving to see them play face to face, you know, you know, because, you know, we, we had it taken away from us, you know, for almost a year. So, you know, people are really longing to see sports live again, you know, I might still end up going, you know, one of these, you know, one of these next several weeks. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully Knicks can keep up the momentum, you know, Knicks can keep up the momentum of, uh, you know, what they've been doing. You know these um, uh, past couple of you know past couple of days. Yeah, for sure. Um, let me see. Okay, let me see one more thing before I go. Let me see who who are the. Let me see who are they gonna. Play next? Yeah, that's what I was gonna see. Who who are they gonna play next? Uh, well, it looks like next game is tomorrow against the Pistons. Hmm. That's good. Okay. So, you know, right now in the standings, they're looking good. They're sitting at fifth place. Mm-hmm. Right behind the Raptors. Mm-hmm. So the Knicks, you know, they could go up. You know. As far up as the fourth seed, if they continue to play well, and uh, yeah, and another thing is, uh, you know, uh, the Knicks. You know, they, you know, just to recap, the Knicks won by the final score of one ten to one hundred seven. Um, you know, against the Pacers, and um, yeah, hopefully they can they could keep this momentum going. Um, yeah, you know. Um, you know, tomorrow against the Pistons. Three pointer. <laughs> oh no, three point goal. 
Love when the announcer says that. Yep, me too. Yeah, it looks like, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like the Nets, Nets lose, winning streak is snapped. Yeah. Against the Ma- the Mavericks. So, yeah, um, you know, shifting gears to the Nets, um, yeah, the the Nets, um, you know, um, whatchamacallit, um, what was I going to say? They played without um, Durant because, you know, he's he's resting, you know, for the for the rest of the, the um, from now until, you know, after the All-Star break uh, because, you know, something, um, you know, his hamstring is, is, is bugging him. So, you know, they played without him. Um, I believe Irving didn't play also because I think he's dealing with a right shoulder injury. Um, so he apparently he didn't play as well, and uh, but uh, Harden I think Harden had like um, yeah Harden Harden uh, I think Harden had twenty nine points. Let me see. Oh wait, let me see. Uh, let's see what is yeah Harden had twenty nine points, but unfortunately for the Nets the 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 surging Nets uh, up until tonight um, he only had four points you know after halftime. Um, and, uh, you know, as a result, the the Nets winning streak got snapped, um, Saturday night by the final score of 115 to 98. And, uh, you know, uh, Luka Doncic, he had, uh, 27 points and the former Nick, uh, Porzingis, he had 18 points, uh, you know, um, you know, against, uh, Brooklyn, and uh, you know the the Nets, uh, you know, winning streak uh, just got snapped. Um, but you know, uh, props to the Nets. You know, you know they've been playing really, really well. You know this this um, you know this year, and as, especially as evidence of this, you know, eight game winning streak. And uh, you know, Porzingis probably t- tonight. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't play the the last three games, you know, because he had a lower back. You know, he had tightness in his lower back. But, um, you know, he he turned back the clock and scored 18 points, you know, in his return to New York, but not in MSG, but at the Barclays Center. So I've I've been hearing some, uh, you know, there's been some trade rumors surrounding Porzingis. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he hasn't been able to stay healthy throughout his career. Absolutely, and you know, Maris are looking to move him somewhere. Yeah. So now the now the 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 Knicks trade isn't looking so lopsided as it was. Yeah. Um. You know, prior to this year. Yeah, man. Uh, That's the only thing about Porzingis. You know, he's a talented guy. Mm-hmm. He's a talented player. You know, can be great, but he just can't stay on the court. Very fragile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, Porzingis really needs a come to Jesus moment so he could like reassess his his, um, his career and try to stay healthy. Yeah. A guy like that, man, he should be healthy. He should be dominating this league. You know, there's not that many. I don't know about dominating like the league, but yeah, you know, be one of the best players. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he has the talent. Think about it. If he could stay healthy and he actually unlocked his talent, you know, this dude could have, you know. Could be the third coming of, of Dirk Nowitzki, you know, 
I mean, he got Luke, he got Luka Doncic right with him, you know, playing with him. Like he, like he, the, the sky's the limit for this guy. But he can never live up to his to the hype because he can never stay healthy. I used to think, you know, me and my friend, we had an argument, uh, you know, several years ago. Who's better, Porzingis and Djokovic? And, you know, at the time, Porzingis was the, with the Knicks. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, of course, Porzingis is better. Look at his numbers. Mm-hmm. But now, Djokovic is, you know, come on. By, it's a, by far the better player than Porzingis. Yeah, it's a, it's a joke to even, like, to even make the comparison now if you, if yeah. you would make that. So, yeah. Not even close. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. He really needs to... He really needs to stay healthy on the on the court for for sure. Yeah, for real. Thing gears, man. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Ah, right, yeah. Let's let's go to let's go to baseball. Uh, what, what's your you know what's your thoughts on uh, you know the Yankees in spring training? Uh. I haven't really been paying attention. Did they started playing already? In no, they're gonna they're gonna start they're gonna start this week, I believe. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Um, but even with the spring training, I really don't focus much on the games. You know, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, you know, they try to get like some of the guys, you know, down in the minors to 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 play and get a good look at them. But um, you know, I guess uh, everyone. I just, I want everyone to stay healthy. You know, mm-hmm. not getting injured before the season starts. That's all I, I ask for. But uh, I do want to get a better look at some of the guys like Mike Tochman. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see more of him because I think he has the potential to be a good player off the bench for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Mike Ford is another guy. You know, maybe get more at bats for uh, um, Clint Frazier. Because yeah, he's gonna be our starting, uh, he's gonna be our starting outfielder, you know, this year over Gardner. So I want to mm-hmm. see him perform well during spring training and you know earn his spot in the lineup. I think this guy has the potential to be a very good player in this league. Mm-hmm. Who who do you think is uh, out of the three players for the for the um the the Yankees? Who do you think is gonna have a better year? Gleyber Torres this year. Jay Bruce or Kluber? Well, I, I hope it's Kluber, you know, because if he can give us, you know, uh, that ace, uh, that you know, that that ace, uh, that Cy Young pitching that you know he gave Cleveland years ago, then we we could be in good shape. So I hope Kluber, you know, is the best out of those three. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be Torres and then Bruce. But Bruce, mm-hmm. I mean, Bruce is probably going to be in the minors for the whole year. <laughs> it's possible, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But, you know, you never know. Because we've seen with the Yankees over the years, these guys just come up, fill, you know, re- replace guys who get injured. And Bruce, you know, you might see him in the lineup, you know, a lot this year, possibly. Yeah, they, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, Jay Bruce almost got traded to the Yankees. From the I Mets. remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that was that. like a a few years ago, and then instead we traded him um, to um, 
to Cleveland, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah. That might have been the the rumor. That could have also been the rumored Noah Syndergaard trade too, if I'm not mistaken. To the Yankees. Supposedly that trade was close to going down, but I guess maybe the Mets had cold feet at the last moment or so. Hmm. Wow. But you know, hey, now Jay Bruce is back. And um do you know why he said he um he chose to come to the Yankees, you know, after spending two years with the Phillies? You wanted to be back in New York? That's a that's a good um You wanted to win the championship? You got it. You said I think my role is is someone who has the ability to play both corners of the outfield, play first base, first base, DH when needed, and provide the left-handed power that the Yankees have been looking for, I guess. For me, the reason I chose the Yankees is because I want to win a World Series. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, you know, it's a great shot at it. So, we'll see. Yeah. And he also said he's happy to finally be on this side of the line, and uh, he's receiving a lot of good. He he's been on the receiving end of a lot of good Yankee teams over the years. I'm happy to be on this side. So <laughs> now, a shout out yeah, to Mets. In other words, you know, <laughs> yep. So in other words, he's saying if you can't beat them, join them. So, uh. <laughs> and I guess you know Corey Kobe uh, Corey Kluber would be would be thinking the same thing too. You know. Yeah. Um, Happy to have these guys. As long as they can contribute, I'm good. Yeah, if, if Jay Bruce can stay healthy and bounce back, you know that that'd be a great pickup for the Yankees. Yeah. You know? His only problem is he can't stay healthy, and he he just strikes out way too much. But if you could get the power production from him, I mean, he'd be a typical Yankee player. So, yeah. you know, we'll see we'll see what happens with that. But I agree with you, Corey Corey Kluber is the most important, uh, you know, Yankee, new Yankee, you know, other than Bruce. Because if you have him, man, you'll you'll have a legit former two-time signing award winner uh, bounce back and, you know, be that that, uh, that guy right behind um, Cole. So yeah, that's right. I agree with you. Cole, Cole got to be the X factor for the Yankees. And that's Hopefully that is the case. And then if you get whatever you get out of Jay Bruce, uh, you know that's that's gravy. And if he bounced back, you know, you know what I'm saying. So if he turns into another or or Shella or or Voight for this team, you know, oh, really, the, the Yankees are really going to be cooking with something. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll see what what um you know how that turns out. Uh yeah, shifting gears to my team, you know the New York Mets. Uh, Jerry Bruce, one of Jerry Bruce's millions and millions of teams that he's played for. <laughs> uh, the New York Mets. Um yeah, spring ho- hope spring is eternal for the New York Mets as well. Um. You know um basically um um. Carlos Carrasco finally showed up with the team. Uh, you know, he's he's feeling positive, positive about the team. And, uh, you know, especially him, 
you know, being in New York and he's playing alongside, uh, you know, Lindor, since they both got traded in that blockbuster trade, you know, he, he feels very optimistic, you know, being part of this team because, you know, you know, he's, he's in, you know, arguably one of the best rotations, if not the best rotation in baseball. And plus he, he's with a, a, a lineup that has, you know, a lot of potential, you know, to do some damage this, this, um, this regular season. So, and then not to mention you have um, Francisco Lindor, who's basically like a unofficial coach on the team. You know, he's helping out his teammates, you know, with positioning. He also said like this good point about like analytics is good, but analytics should not override, override like instincts. Cause I think baseball is going, getting a little too analytics happy you know, which I, I definitely agree with him, you know, um, that sometimes you got, you got to have the eye test, you know, like he, he made a good point. Like basically, you know, if you have a good player and he's batting 0 for 10, you know, let's say for example, it's Lindor, he's 0 for 10, but you have somebody on the bench who, who who's two for two against that guy. You know, the smarter move is to, to keep the, 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 the veteran guy, because even though he's 0 for 10, as a you know a, a you know a elite athlete like that, you, you you're gonna have that fire, you know what I mean? So it's all you know it's all it depends on like you know like your instinct, what your gut is telling you, instead of this you know the stats all the time. You know stats should be there to to help you you know form an idea and be like hmm okay this most chances is this would work out. I'll try it this way. But then you're like, hmm, this guy has been really hot at the plate. You know, maybe I should keep this guy. You know, it's like people are, are getting too analytical. And you could see it with, with, with the, the World Series. The Rays taking out Blake Snell, their ace. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they didn't give up a run. They were up one nothing in the, what was it, in the sixth? Or I think in the seventh, right? And they took him out. Like, um, like if, if you're not going to leave Blake Snell in the game, you know, who, who who would you not take? Who wouldn't you take out in this in this spot? And that's what cost them the World Series. And I think somebody else said that too. You know, like it might have been even Blake Snow himself who said that they they basically gave up the World Series by taking him out of the game. Like it, it that move made no sense. I know, I know the Rays love to use openers and and you know rely on their their strong bullpen, but. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta go with your instincts and not just with with stats. You know, what's your thoughts, Mac? Well, you know, analytics it it it, it runs the game. This you know, it, these days that's what pretty much determines the outcome of most of these games, and for the most part, it has worked. You know, more and more teams are using it, you know, to determine, you know, pitcher goes against a batter, what batter goes against a certain pitcher, you know, what side of the plate you should be hitting from, um, what the what defenses, what shifts to, to, you know, on defense, you know, it, it, it predicts the outcome of the game most of the time. And, and it's, it's been very successful for a lot of teams, you know, Astros, Red Sox, they use it and they won championships, you know, in the last several years because of it. 
The Yankees have these analytics. They use analytics, and, you know, they've been successful, although they haven't won a title out of it. But, you know, for the most part, analytics has proven to be, you know, very successful, and it's part of the game now. You know, and sometimes, you know, it can lead to bad decisions, you know, but other times, for the most part, it leads to very good decisions. So, you know, it's just part of the game. You know, it's, it's a, you know, 21st century, you know, that's the technology, you know, has taken over baseball and, you know, people just got to get used to it. You know, it's not your traditional baseball where you're, you know, writing strategy on a piece of paper. Now you got a computer doing it for you. So, you know, people just got to get adjusted to it. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, analysts is important. You, you, you gotta, you know, it's a sign of the times, you know, the Mets, you know, they've, they've been behind in analytics, you know, under the Wilpon era. And unfortunately, you know, that's cost them title, title opportunities, you know, most recently in 2015, you know, so, you know, hopefully the Mets, you know, they, I mean, they've made some moves, you know, in that right direction to improve their analytics. But uh, hopefully, you know, they, they've made the right moves in order to snap this, uh, you know, nearly 40-year championship drought. But, you know, I do like the I do like the potential of the teams. I mean, there were some moves here and there I wish they would have made, like the Springer, the Springer signing. I mean, that that is... Um, you know they should have made that move. They should have. They should have gotten uh, Brad Hand. You know I thought those were the two moves they definitely should have made. Obviously, you know they made a strong push for Bauer, but of course we all know he was using the Mets to get a bigger deal, to so he could go back home in California. And you know he pitched. He got the perfect deal for from the perfect team, the defending world champion, uh, LA Dodgers. So that move on paper that move definitely on paper worked out for him so we'll see we'll see what he does with the Dodgers but um yeah we'll see what happens um yeah uh, moving on to uh, uh wrestling yeah before I go to WWE and the uh, elimination chamber um yeah, let me let me talk about the the big show. What's your thoughts on on him leaving the WWE after being with the company since '99 uh, and going to AEW? You know, I was very surprised. You know, thought the company went for 22 years, and now he just jumped ship to AEW. Very surprising. You know, I don't know what happened between him and WWE, him and WWE to lead him to that decision, but, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the business. So, uh, you know, I hope he has much success in AEW, and hopefully they use him right. And I hear that he's going to be uh, not only a wrestler, but a commentator on AEW Dark. So that will be interesting, see who he uh, commentates and co-hosts uh, that show with. But um, you know, now, hopefully, we can have a Shaq versus Big Show match. This big um, Shaq, you know, he's uh, supposed to make some appearances in AEW, so he might 
have you know those two finally get to wrestle now. So mm-hmm. you know some positive came out of this uh, big show signing with AEW. Yeah, a- absolutely. Because um, yeah, the um Shaq and Shaq and Cody, uh, they're supposed to fight in a, a tag team match this this upcoming uh, Wednesday night. Uh, it's going to be Shaq and uh, Jay Cargill versus Cody Rhodes and uh, Red Velvet, you know, AEW Dynamite. So that should be a, you know, a very interesting matchup. And then, like you said, it might lead to, uh, um, it might lead to, uh, you know, maybe them teasing Big Show versus Shaq, you know, at the end. Uh, who who do you think will win that? Oh, uh, maybe Shaq. You know, I gotta go with Shaq on that one. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, obviously, Cody Rhodes is is the athlete. You know, he's a second generational wrestler. Um, you know, obviously, son of uh, son of uh, you know the late great American Dream. Uh, you know, Dusty Rhodes, and, uh, you know, he he got wrestling in his blood. Obviously, his brother Goldust, you know, is in the business as well. So, yeah, the advantage should be Cody Rhodes, but, you know, Shaq, Shaq, is a, Shaq got the, the height, the weight advantage. You know, he's an athlete as well. So, you know, the, the, the decision might not, not even come down to them. It could even be down to, it could even be, uh, you know, Jay Cargill pinning uh, Red Velvet. You know, the the reason why uh, Red Velvet's in the match is because when um, uh, Brandy Rhodes, she she um, she you know she's pregnant, and prior to that, um, Jay Cargill broke uh, uh, Brandy Rhodes' arm like maybe a month or two ago. But yeah. It, but it should, it, most likely, even if uh, even if her arm got injured, she she most likely would have fought in the match instead of Red Velvet if she wasn't really pregnant, you know. So yeah, I think I think Shaq Shaq will get the upset. Shaq and Jay Cargill will get the upset. I mean, they they need it more to be honest with you, because Jay Cargill, you know, she thinks she's she's um. She's new on the show. She's been, you know, making noise on these uh, past couple of months with this whole storyline. So, yeah, we'll definitely see what happens with that. Um, Let me see what else. Uh, Yeah, I guess I'll move on to um, WWE. Wait, wait, is is this the same... Now that I think about it, um, um, FTR, you know, the the group that was formerly known as the Revival with WWE? Uh-huh. I think they're going to team up with Tully Blanchard. I don't know if it's, if it's, if it's at, um, this upcoming, this upcoming Wednesday or the pay-per-view they're going to have, um, I think on ne- next Saturday, next Saturday they're going to have a, think a pay-per-view I 
What's the pay per view yeah. called? I think it's called Resolution. Uh, let me see. When is this supposed to go? When is this supposed to go down? Because yeah, Tully Blanchard is, is going to come out of retirement. Supposedly he hasn't wrestled since 1989, apparently. But wasn't he wrestling WWE after afterwards? Wow, that 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 dude is old school because that dude's been in WWE slash, well, also known as WWF, you know, back in mm-hmm. the day, uh, WCW. Uh, yeah, that dude is, goes way back. Yeah, he he hasn't uh, supposedly hasn't wrestled since he was teaming up with uh, Cody Rhodes' coach and you know his former Four Horsemen brother, uh, Arn Anderson, when they were you know members of the the Brainbusters in, in WWE. Uh, apparently, they last tag team together November November fifth, nineteen eighty nine, when they lost to uh, Demolition. Wow, has it been that long? Supposedly I, so. I thought I, so. He was wasn't he WCW also? I could have sworn he was in WCW. With yeah, but he was in he was in WCW before he went to WWE. Oh, okay. There when, you go. With the Four Horsemen, because the Four Horsemen was there like what was it? Right, right, right. Days. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so apparently he he did fight in a match August tenth, two thousand and seven, against Dusty Rose in an NWA Legends fan fi- fan fest. Uh, I don't know if this is a legit, you know what I mean, like a, like a ex, like a live show or or, a, or a, you know or a real. I mean, it seems like it's a real event, like with former N- NWA legends, you know, you know, fighting out and you know fighting each other and you know reminiscing of the good old days. But yeah, this is um, yeah, that's epic. You know, you got a legend. You know. Coming out of retirement, this guy hasn't fought in in what thirty thirty two years apparently. Other than this um this this match he had with Dusty Rhodes, yeah, three decades. Wow. So yeah, this uh, let me see when is this when is this match happening again? Uh, it, it's either this it's either this um Wednesday or, or the 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 upcoming pay per view event. Um, this week, this, uh, this, well, I should say next weekend. I think it's a, I think the weekend is the seventh. Let me see. Let me think. Let me look just to make sure. It looks like it might happen Wednesday night, but, uh, I'm not 100% sure. Let me see. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, it looks like it's is this Wednesday also. Looks oh, like okay. when Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes uh fights Shaq, Tully Blanchard is coming out of retirement for one night only. Wow. To team up with his uh with his um with the group he's been managing since they've since uh, you know, the former revival uh jump ship and went to uh to AEW, S F T R. So That's gonna be something. Yeah, for sure. Legend coming back uh, to wrestle after so many years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then moving gears, um, NXT, you have, um, you have, um, what you want to call it? What was I going to say? 
uh, Adam Cole, he he essentially broke up uh, his group, um, Undisputed Era. He, um, you know, he he um, what was it last week? Last week he super kicked um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and uh, this this past Wednesday he 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 super kicked uh, uh, Roderick Strong and beat him up. So basically, Undisputed Era is over. Or he's done as the the leader. So yeah, that's that's it. That's an end of an error. No 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 pun intended. You know they they dominated NXT for like three or four years. You know they were definitely the class of the of the um of NXT. You know that that group that faction. Wow. So Adam Cole is going on his own. Maybe he'll maybe he'll he'll uh. I assume he would go to WWE, you know, at the Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania, because I mean he's wrestled everybody there is to wrestle. He's won practically every title over there, so um, except for the North American title, I don't think. Wait, no, I think he's won it before. Can't remember. But in any case, he's he's uh you know he's been the world champion for a while, like. Yeah, he he held the title for like I think a year or so, until um, Keith Lee defeated him for the title um, last year. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything else left for him to do from the feud, unless if he's gonna just continue the feud with with Finn Balor down in NXT. But I assume he's gonna make a call up very soon, you know. Maybe after WrestleMania, maybe there's going to be another draft around that time, and he'll get called up to Raw SmackDown. Yeah, I would assume probably most likely Raw. I could see him more on Raw than than SmackDown. But well, that's that's good here because WWE they need as much talent right now. Mm-hmm. Some fresh faces, you know. Exactly. Because yeah, they've been yeah they um. Basically, yeah, I guess we'll shift gear to the main main roster now. Um, yeah, because they basically elimination chamber. You had you had heels feuding with each other. You had, um, you know, you're gonna this Monday night. You're gonna have you're gonna have um, the Miz, who's a heel, face off with Bobby Lashley as a heel. But before we get to that match, um, yeah, let's just give you, let's give a quick recap of the elimination chamber. Um. Yeah. What? What's your, what's your thoughts on it? On this past pay per view, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it was uh, not bad. Um. You know the uh, I thought the match of the night um was again the women's matches. The the women's matches were way better than the men's matches. I don't know why the men's matches haven't lived up to expectations, you know, these past pay-per-views, but I, don't know, I, was, I was more into the women's events more than the men's. When you say that for the last, mm-hmm. for the past pay-per-views, I mean, to me, the yeah, men's sure. matches haven't been that exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, here's what, hap- here's what happened. Uh, John Morrison defeats Elias Mustafa Ali Kashe to get the number one contendership, uh, match naturally they they joined um they joined matt riddle and bobby lashley in the the triple threat match for the united states championship 
Um, and of course, uh, you know, um, basically, um, I'm trying to think, remember what happened. Um, I think Riddle hit hit Bobby Lashley with the um, with the candlestick from behind, and you know, basically, Bobby Lashley had to get out of the ring to you know tend to his wounds, and that, while he's doing that, um, you know, Riddle got the pinfall to end Bobby Lashley's um, um, you know title reign, right. which you know I, I saw that coming because. Uh, you know, I felt like Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee should have been fighting instead of having Riddle put into it. But like I like I was saying last week, you know, I, I think Riddle's going to win the title because he's been feuding with him forever. And, you know, he just, I don't know, it, it just seemed like he just seemed like a square peg in a round hole in that match. And something happened to Keith Lee. I, I don't even remember what happened when he got taken up that, that, that event. Um, let me see what else happened. Yeah, I think I think the Daniel Bryan, I think the the the, the elimination chamber the um SmackDown one was good. Yeah, that was, was better. Was good. The, it was better than the 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 um the Raw one. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they had Daniel Bryan defeat Cesaro, Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, uh, King Corbin, and Sami Zayn. And after he def- Daniel Bryan defeated him, then um, you know, he had the match with Roman Reigns. And, uh, you know. That was you know, a letdown, man. Yeah, that was a letdown match. Roman Reigns w- w- won the match. In one minute. One yeah, moment. One minute, 32 one seconds. One minute, 32 yeah. seconds, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, that was a waste of match, man. A waste yep. of time. Exactly, yep. And then you had Nia Jax and Sheena Baszler. Um, versus uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. I and really like that match. I thought it was yeah, a very was good. good match. Yeah, you could even see from the just from the intro that Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks they have that chemistry. Whether they're fighting against each other or in the, in that case, um, you know, at the pay per view event as tag teams, like they definitely have they definitely have chemistry. Like they, those two could be like. It, you know, they they could be like um you know, Rock and Mankind. Like they're 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 great adversaries but also they could also be great tag team partners. And that weave that uh, Bianca has, man, I've never <laughs> seen a black woman with that long of a weave. Man. I've seen a lot of weaves in in my heyday, but that's a long weave. <laughs> and you know I don't know if you know that, but she uses her her weave as a whip. Yeah, I I, I see that. <laughs> So you better not, you better not hear her, make her hear that, or she don't use it on you. She can use it like as a rope, <laughs> you know. Or, or she might use it on Reggie. Or she has used it on Reggie. And I think about it. <laughs> and he interferes in in the matches. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, this match was was good for sure. Yeah, I would say, I would say that match, this match, and the SmackDown matches was was the best two matches of the night. Uh, Nia Jax and uh, yeah, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler they won, which you know we we expected that to happen. Um, we just thought maybe one of them would turn. I thought Sasha would turn on her. You thought Bianca Belair would turn on her, but that didn't happen, or that didn't yeah. happen yet anyway. So right. Then you have then 
Then we get to the to the part of the 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 night. You got Drew McIntyre. He defeats AJ Styles. Uh, he defeats uh, Jeff Hardy, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, and Sheamus. Now we all knew Drew McIntyre was going to win. That that was a given. Unless they would shock us and have Sheamus win, you know. Um, but yeah, Drew McIntyre won. Oh, uh, one more thing I forgot to mention. Uh, after after um, Roman Reigns won the match against Daniel Bryan, um, Edge speared Roman Reigns to solidify that he is in fact going to face Roman Reigns at uh, the Royal Rumble. I mean, at the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're going back in time. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna have the battle of the spears, just like last year. Roman Reigns, uh, if he didn't leave, you know, he didn't leave due to COVID, he was going to face off against Goldberg. And, of course, you know, Goldberg lost to um, Braun Strowman for Braun Strowman's first ever title match. And, um, yeah, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to we're going to get to Braun Strowman uh, afterwards as well in a few minutes. So, yes, um then the shocking moment of the night, this is what redeemed Bobby Lashley losing his United States title. Bobby Lashley, you know, because I was like, man, I knew Drew McIntyre was going to win, man. But, you know, I'm I'm kind of done with Drew McIntyre. Unless he's facing Bobby Lashley and, and you know, he loses to Bobby Lashley. Drew McIntyre proved himself already. You know, he, he fought everybody. You know, he, yes, he's lost to, he lost to Orton. But he beat, defeated him. He he faced everybody. He defeated Brock Lesnar in five five minutes at WrestleMania. Like Drew McIntyre proved himself as a main event guy. He's gonna have more. He's gonna have more opportunities. We know this. You know he's gonna be a three time world champion. You could just you can mark that down. Um. So you know he got attacked by Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley like put the hurt business on him. Shoot he. He he left his 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 business you know he, he yo he he left his business card on him that's how much he put the hurt on him he went to work <laughs> on him like like oh my goodness yo and then afterwards the Miz came and you know of course the Miz you know the Jericho slash Edge copycat you know you know the Control and V cookie cutter copycat trying to be the ultimate opportunist for the second time. And, yeah, he def- sure enough, he defeated Drew McIntyre. So yeah. congratulations to him, you know, being a second-time world world champion. We didn't see that coming, you know. But the problem is, is like, Drew McIntyre, he defeated Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, defeated the Big Show, the aforementioned Big Show, the same night, even though they, they revealed it to us the following night, the night after WrestleMania, that there was a, a surprise title match, um, you know, last year. He, he defeated everybody. Everybody there is in the business to, to defeat. For you for him to be defeated by The Miz, I know, it, it kind of suspends the, the disbelief a little bit. Yes, Bobby Lashley put, the, put, the, put a hurting on him. That, that's, the, that's a fact. Even put the 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 full Nelson on him, you know. 
but I don't know. The Miz losing to him, I don't. It just it's it's suspense belief, man. So the Miz is the new champion, and yeah. it was a whack ending. The only way WWE can redeem themselves. Let me repeat this again, because the the clock Cinderella is about to leave the ball. It's 12 a.m. as we're talking about. It's a new day. Yes, it is. It's Sunday right now. So let me reiterate this. The only way WWE can redeem itself from that miserable ending at the Elimination Chamber is by having Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley has to destroy this guy. He has to make that demolition that he did. It has to be better, man. It has to be better than that the hurting he did on on Drew McIntyre at the at um, Elimination Chamber. Miz has to plead for mercy from the Almighty Bobby Lashley this Monday night for them to for for them to validate them putting the title on the Miz as a transitional champion. Bobby Lashley has to walk out. For this, for the Elimination Chamber to be redeemed by this horrible ending, Bobby Lashley has to win this match. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They cannot have Drew McIntyre interfere in the match and cause a DQ and have Miz retain the title, which that's going to happen. You could mark it down. You could play this, this clip next week, and I'm going to say, I told you so. This is what WWE is going to do. But there has to be a definitive winner. Bobby Lashley has to destroy the Miz. Oh, it can't be by the skin of your teeth. It has to be total domination by Bobby Lashley so he can finally win his first ever title. This is the hottest Bobby Lashley has ever been since he was like the ECW title. When he's been always been compared, always been in the shadow of Brock Lesnar, where people consider him as Black Lesnar. You know what I mean? This is his moment to finally win the, the elusive of elusive titles, the WWE title. And if you don't believe me, ask Drew McIntyre, because it was until last year's WrestleMania where he finally won the title after like a, what, a 10-year hiatus? And, you know, after he was, plus he was handpicked by Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon on live TV called Drew McIntyre the chosen one. And it took him all this year, last year, to finally win it. So Bobby Lashley has to win this title. Well, this is know. this is the moment. Like Kofi Mania a couple of years ago, this is this has to be Lashley's Lashley's moment right here. So yeah, what you what you guys say about that? No, yeah, and that looks like what they're building it up. You know, they they're building it up to be it's going to be Lashley w- winning the title, and then eventually it'll be Lashley going against McIntyre at WrestleMania potentially. So that that's. Hopefully, if it follows the script, that's what's going to happen. And you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, if Lashley, if that does happen, hopefully Lashley can retain the title at WrestleMania and not lose it at WrestleMania. Yeah, because but, uh, because of Bobby Lashley, he needs a strong title reign. This is his yeah. first title reign. He got to lose the title at the very minimum, SummerSlam. You right. cannot have you cannot have you cannot have two transitional champions in the same year. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. Drew McIntyre lost to lost to the Miz. You know, wasn't believable. But if the only way Miz could be more believable the, for the this 
this short title reign could be meaningful is if Bobby Lashley defeats him and wins his first ever title. And then that leads to Bobby Lashley facing McIntyre at WrestleMania. And Bobby Lashley has to retain it. I know WWE is itching to put the title back on Drew McIntyre to prove, hey, you know, he's a tough guy. You know, he, you know, he, he faced all this adversity and he got the title back. But it, it's gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work, man. It, they're just gonna shove people, shove it down people's throats. They have to let it slowly build, just like how they did with Bobby Lashley. You know, just a few years ago, you know, he was talking about how much he loved his sisters and. And then he got mad with Lana last year, and he was his 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 career was hitting rock bottom. You know, like they were misusing him. But MVP man, MVP, you know he he just rejuvenated his 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 career, and and Bobby Lashley, you know he became that monster that all the fans have envisioned him to be, and what WWE envisioned him to be, from like what 2005. You know, this is the moment right here. They have. This is how. This is how they're gonna. Re- this is how they're gonna redeem WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley has to beat Miz. After he wins, Drew McIntyre is gonna hit him with a claymore to to rain rain, rain on his parade as the champion. This will Daniel. Of course, Drew McIntyre is gonna have his music playing. Point to the point to the the WrestleMania sign. And then, you know, then this is going to start to reignite the feud. You know, Drew McIntyre is going to be, Bobby Lashley is going to be in the ring wanting to fight, you know, Drew McIntyre. And, you know, basically saying, like, he ruined his his his, his first title moment. And then Drew McIntyre is going to remind him that he, you know, he cost him the title and that, you know, you know there's going to be payback at WrestleMania. So then, there, of course, there's going to be the the... the the build up to it, you know, and then of course you have this with w, knowing WWE, they're gonna make Drew win the title back at WrestleMania. But the better thing to do is to have Bobby Lashley and and Drew McIntyre go all out in that battle. Have like a thirty minute match at at the minimum. Have Bobby Lashley defeat him, win the, ho- hoist the title, then. Brock Lesnar come out of nowhere and attacks him and sets up the, the feud there. Or what they could do is Brock Lesnar attack him on Monday night if he wins the title and then set up the title match, which would be, to me, this would be even better. Have Brock Lesnar attack Bobby Lashley after the potential title win and set up the WrestleMania matchup, a WrestleMania dream match between him and Brock Lesnar. That would be great. If that, that would be the yeah. better option. That, that would be, you know, years in in the making. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that's how that's how Raw should end. If Raw ends that way, you're gonna have an epic, an epic, an epic episode this year. Yeah. People will be looking back in history to see this see this moment. So this is they have to go with Plan B. Because cause you know WWE, they want to put the title back on Bobby uh, on Drew McIntyre. You know WWE wants to do that. But they they got to let them have the slow build. They have to have Brock Lesnar fight against Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby Lashley defeats him. 
because if Brock Lesnar wins again, it, it, I mean, Brock Lesnar doesn't win this, doesn't need this victory. So it has to, it has to, this has to be part of Brock Lesnar's build to the to the championship, and then have Drew defeat Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, and then potentially have a, a Brock Lesnar, um, Lesnar, uh, Bobby Lashley match at WrestleMania. Uh, get, potentially, depending how well the match goes. So that's how I would do it if I was, you know, Vince McMahon. Yeah, but, that, uh, that's the way that. Yeah, I that's I agree. That's that's the way the you know that's the route to go. Hopefully, that does happen, but we'll see. You know, we can't trust you know these WWE writers these days. Mhm. That's right. Yeah, man, they haven't even used. They haven't even used um, Bo Dallas, and apparently he's, you know, he's there. He's just he's been sitting in his home, waiting for them to have for for creative to come up with something with him, and that's probably what led to Big Show leaving too. Like Big Show, Big Show's last appearance in WWE was uh, January fourth. The um, legend, the legend, um, the legend night. And and then after a little over a month, almost two years ago, uh, two two months later, almost two months later, literally last month ago, um, Big Show was in WWE. There should there's usually like a what a ninety day, a sixty or ninety day non compete clause or something. But apparently that wasn't the case for him. So hmm, yeah, you know, so WWE they gotta get their act together. Yeah, they better because I, I need you know? that damn. I need that damn Lashian Lesnar match. For real, they been, have uh, to have fifteen years in the making. Mm-hmm. They have to. They have to. Ha- they it has to go down this, this, this Monday night. They have to have Lashley win, and then have Brock Lesnar attack him. You know, it it has to go down that way. I think it's going to be Drew, but it has it has to be Lesnar to to do this. Like. That's that would be that would be the road to WrestleMania that they epic. That, that would be the epic road to WrestleMania. So we'll see we'll see what happened with that. Yeah, another thing that it was a drop ball by WWE. Like they were really they were really um you know building up Cesaro. Like Cesaro should have should have won that that elimination chamber. You know, and yeah, what was the point of that? Got, what you said? Yeah, what was the point of that whole promo that you know he had? Yeah, and then him not winning. Exactly. Even Daniel Bryan was 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 basically saying that he sh- that Cesaro should have a, a shot instead of him. Like, yeah. What more do they want? Like, who in who in real life or even in storyline would say they would want somebody like dude was almost breaking character because mm-hmm. he was being he was keeping it real. He was you know saying like he was friends with. With Cesaro for for over a decade, and that you know he's Daniel Bryan he has met, had a lot of opportunities, you know to to you know speak his mind and to compete in title matches. Where Cesaro, he can kind of one hand the opportunity opportunities have, that Cesaro had, like that was money right there, like man that the elimination chamber would have been off the charts if that would. If they would have kept it a title match inside the elimination chamber, or or had Cesaro win the elimination chamber and the title, 
come on, man. That would have been a moment, too. Yeah, it would have been better than it actually was. Yeah. See, even if he would have lost to, to Roman Reigns, they would have, you would have had a more epic moment than just Roman Reigns fighting against Daniel Bryan again. But they, they, they dropped the ball on that. And that's like like you were saying, and like we've how how we've been saying since two thousand and nine, since we've been doing this show, you can't trust WWE, man. Yep. This is money, money, this uh, money decision. But they dropped the ball. They dropped the ball on that. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, next week we'll come back, same bat channel, same bat station, and and tell you that WWE. Actually, put the finally put the towel on Bobby Lashley, and you know, started an epic feud with him. Hopefully next week, but the WWE, you never know. Is there any uh, last things you'd like to say before we head out? Uh, just uh, you know, check out my show iMac. Google it. Uh, check out check your local podcast uh, listings. Come mm-hmm. back here. Check out uh, Sports Urban Legend. Every Saturday at 11, only on Block Talk Radio. You're the man. Check out his show, iMac. Uh, and also, come back here next week. Check out uh, Sports Urban Legend with uh, with your host, Wayne Ramo. And check out my YouTube channel. Don't be afraid. You know, Check that out as well, the YouTube channel. It's called Sports Urban Legend TV. So, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Ramo. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.